0: Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. I am your host, Jim Brangenberg. Many thanks to Mike Miracle. Michael B. man in the studio controls today and being an extraordinary engineer keeping me on time. Please check out our website to find out more about the mission called I Work For Him. In case you want to catch up on any of the past episodes of I Work For Him episodes, I like that. It's like I'm on TV, but not really. In case you want to get check out the archives of any of our past shows you go to the WTIS1110.com website click on shows, click on the I Work For Him show, you'll get to see my fabulous looking face. And under the shows In the bottom right hand corner You can click on any of the past archives Uh, I would not recommend the first show However anything past April 15th Is probably pretty good That first show is a little rough But you may ask Why am I even doing the I work for him show And I gotta tell you here's the deal In Tampa Bay there's 4.5 million people Every day there's 4.5 million people In Tampa Bay And on any given Sunday If every church pew were filled to capacity Which they're not There'd still be over 3 million people That never go to church But they'll go to work on Monday morning. You may be the only Jesus these people will ever meet and you're going to introduce them to Jesus in the workplace. And you go, I don't get how to do this. That's what the I Work For Him show is all about. To inspire you to research and to find out how exactly do I incorporate Christ into my mission field. Your mission field, you've been called to your cubicle. Your mission field is the largest mission field in the world. The largest unreached people group in the world. It's those people in the workplace. We're all called to go. Some people get to go overseas. Some people get to go to the pulpit. Most of us get called to our offices to be able to show Jesus through, the, through our love, through our respect, through our hard work, show Jesus to those people we work with alongside. You know, I don't, I'm not an expert here at this workplace ministry thing. I've been studying it for years, but I'm not an expert. There's people out there way smarter than me. They also can speak better than me, but they don't have a radio show like I do. So, you know, I work for him as my business. It describes what I do. It's a passion of mine. I want to inspire Christian business owners and Christian employees to live for Jesus in the workplace. And so that's why we're doing the show. And today we've got a really special guest. I met Joe Murray about 2 years ago uh, I saw Pitchon he had him come to a meeting I think it was the the uh, Christian Business Connection Bible study and he invited Joe to come and after the meeting I met Joe and I found out all about the at then point in time the Christian International School of Medical or Healthcare Professionals and and I just got to know Joe, and then then he joined the chamber, the, uh, the Central Pinellas Chamber of Commerce, and I got to experience his ribbon-cutting there. We actually got to pray for a business in the Central Pinellas Chamber of Commerce, which is fantastic. And I said, Joe, I'd love for you to come on my show and share the story of the Christian International College, which is where it is now, and also to talk about the founder and his vision for why this college is even being set up. So, Joe, I'd like to welcome you to the I Work Frame radio program.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: It's an honor to be here, and thank you for having me on your show. Oh, he's too kind. He's too kind. All right, Joe, I want to start off with, before we even get an anything deep, I noticed that, uh, you know, I, I know I, I met your wife one time, but talk about your family. Who, who, who do you got to say hi out to out there?
1: Well, I have an adorable, absolutely wonderful, absolutely marvelous wife. Her name's Kimberly. Um, Kim and I have been married now for eight years. Um, again, I can't say enough about her. She is one of the reasons that I am a Christian today. Um, I... If I can tell you a little about myself, I um, am a first-generation American. I come from a Jamaican father and a Panamanian mother, I'm a transplant from New York City. And um, I come from the belly of the beast, I like to say. I come from a, a background and a condition that is inner city. And, but for none of my doing at all, but for Jesus Christ reaching out to me and saving me through my wife. My wife is the one that brought me to Christ um, through Seminole First Baptist Church, which is, which is a local church here in um, Pinellas County. I say all to say this, um, if not for my wife, my wonderful wife, bringing me toward uh, Jesus Christ, um, I would not be here, the man I am today, and be here today in this environment. So, yes, my wife here is with me locally. I have two beautiful daughters, um, Raven, who is 19, and Mariah, who is 22, and then I have a wonderful granddaughter, Jalen, who is two years old. Uh, They're up in college and up in Maryland right now, so...
0: So they're far away, but they're still uh, sucking money out of you. I'm sure. Yeah, but that's okay. Though that's all right. (laughs) It is great. Both my kids are in college, and and yes, sometimes you just feel like a a bank account. But most of the time, they appreciate it, and they make sure they say it. It's it's good. And if my kids are listening today, I love you, Joshua and Sarah. You're great kids. (laughs) All right. So talk about how Jesus impacted your life. You you mentioned that your wife introduced you to Christ and, and, and and sought you out to find out. I mean. That he's been reaching out to you all this time, but talk about how he impacted your life. How how did he get hold of you?
1: Well, you know, and I say that she brought me to Christ, but I was actually christened as a child. Um, so, but again, if you know anything about um, being baptized, being christened is a little bit different. Um, you don't really reach out to Jesus and say, I, "I I accept you as my Lord and Savior, and I want to be baptized." Um, I was sprinkled, and I had no idea what was going on. I got wet, and everybody said, "Hey, you're now baptized, and you're okay." But I had no idea what that meant. And I was always in a church family. I went to church until I was old enough to say, I don't want to go to church anymore. And at that time I stopped going to church. And I continued to do things that kids growing up in New York City do. I hung out with a rough crowd. I did rough things, um, things that I'm not proud of. And I did that all the way through my adult life. It wasn't until after leaving the law, I was a police officer for 20 years. It wasn't until after leaving law enforcement and realizing, looking back on my life saying, Although I wasn't the worst person, I was not a good person. Um, People looked at me and said, wow, he's a police officer. He was good. But me on the inside, knowing me and knowing who I should be, I wasn't a good person. I had to go back to church and find Jesus Christ in order to become a person that I should have been all along.
0: So talk about your business background.
1: Well, after after leaving law enforcement in 2006, I went to work in the private sector as a manager. I went back to school and got my MBA. I worked for Fidelity as a... uh, basically white collar crime investigator investigating credit card and check fraud. Um, I I was in management. I managed a group of about 100 employees. So my expertise was in management, managing people, and in finding efficiencies in, in the workplace. did that for about five years, and of course the economy went south, and my job went south, literally. They relocated, and I had to offer either to go relocate with my job or to take a severance package. I didn't want to leave that area, so I opted for the severance package. And through church at Seminole First Baptist Church, I ran into the owner of Christian International School of Healthcare Professions, who said, I'd like to bring you on board. I know the person you are. You're a people person. You know how to deal with people. You're a Christian man. I need to bring you on board into a Christian environment. I think you'd fit in well. And I came on board the school at that time as a director of marketing.
0: All right, so talk about your role within the Christian International. I mean, I'm going by the website. It's at Christian International College. It's no longer Christian International School of Healthcare Professionals or Medical Professionals. How are you guys actually referring to it these days? Well, as of about a month and a half ago, we have achieved the designation of a
1: college. Okay, very good. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. We are a college now, and that simply means that over 50% of our courses that we offer are now degree programs. So our focus now in the past, it was a certified nursing assistant and pr- practical nursing along with registered nursing, but our focus now has turned to registered nursing. So we offer associate's degree programs in registered nursing and a bachelor's degree program in registered nursing. So that's where the college designation comes from. Okay. We are a Christian school, first and foremost. So although we are a nursing school, our philosophy, our mission principle, our guiding principle are all Christian-focused and Christian-based.
0: All right, so you're. How are, I mean, but Christian International College doesn't really tell people what you're doing. It so, doesn't. so how how do you I mean, because it used to be Christian International School of Medical Professionals or Healthcare Professionals and that actually said what you did. So, I mean, how do you do? You have like a little colon after Christian International College, hey, for medical professionals, or what, what are you doing?
1: No, it doesn't. And yet, I understand what you're saying. It doesn't really tell people what we do. We're kind of hoping that our initial moniker, our initial name, and in our branding. Will parlay over into with the new school. Now we've kept the logo the same, so the name recognition we hope will transfer over. But more than that, we're hoping that our outreach through avenues like this, vehicles such as yours, through our outreach through the church, our outreach through um, our chapel, through word of mouth marketing, through Faith Talk magazine, through other Christian publications, we will get the word out. And through our joint ventures with other Christian colleges, the word will get out. Because remember, our market is not mass marketing. Our market is unique.
0: And a lot of people on the, on the air today are trying to figure out, okay, why does Jim Brangenberg with the I Work For Him show have a college administrator that's, you know, why are you on here? And I get to tell you, why you're here today is because the founder of the Christian International College, uh, he is a business guy. And he had a vision for taking the profits from his profit businesses and investing it in mission work. And so that's what I want to start off with. We talked all about how your college is really a, it is a college for healthcare professionals. You've got, go ahead and review the programs again that you're offering.
1: Okay. Well, if I can go back with a little history. We okay, initially ahead. started with a CNA program, which is okay. Certified Nursing Assistant. And to get the program off and running and to get some excitement um, involved in the program, he initially gave away several CNA programs, just gave them away, just to get the program off and running. A lot of those graduates who graduated the CNA program came back to be licensed practical nurses, to join that program. And then again, he gave away a lot of those programs to get them started. Some of those graduates actually came back and got into the RN program. And believe it or not, he gave away scholarships, 100% scholarships to those programs to get them through the door. So if you can look back now, he's taken individuals who may have been working at $7 an hour, or even unemployed in some cases, and taken them from a citizen who was not even a contributing member of society, and taken them from a $7 $7 an hour job to a $60,000 a year job. The difference that makes in someone's life is tremendous.
0: The ability to support oneself versus the ability to not be able to support
1: oneself. Absolutely. Now he hasn't done that for everyone, but he's done that for a lot of people. And that makes a huge, it's the paradigm shift in someone's life. It's a huge thing. So that's where the school started. It started with the CNA program, it went to an LPN program, then to RN and Associates and R and Bachelors program. But the initial vision behind the school was the founder has several businesses and they deal with mostly um, assisted living facilities and, and businesses like that. But what he realized is that there's no care that compares to the care of a nurse who is compassionate. And that's the most often overlooked aspect of healthcare, is when someone who's taking care of someone has compassion in their heart. And there is no compassion like the compassion of a Christian. And there's no better example of a compassionate Christian than the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So if you can put at a sick person's bedside a compassionate Christian nurse, it makes the world of difference in a person's recovery. So the idea was, If I can develop a school that produces compassionate, Christian, qualified nurses and send them out into the world with the light of Christ shining within them, what kind of difference can I make in the state of Florida, in the country, and then in the world? And that was the driving motivation behind the school.
0: Now, was he also looking to uh, fill his pipeline full of future nurses for for his uh, businesses?
1: That would be just a a plus a positive and an outcome of it but that wasn't the driving motivation for it because most of his business footprint is in Tennessee and Kentucky oh okay and we're talking about the state of Florida, and sure. Be.
0: Well, in fact, your school right now is, is right smack dab in the middle of Largo, right across from Largo Central Park. That's correct. And it's a monstrous campus. Uh, and imagine you're filling it up a little bit better. The first when I first met you, you were still putting in doors, and the, the IT guy w- had wires coming out of his ears. And it was you're really pulling all it together. And then when I we went back with the uh, we had a you had a show and tell day ba- basically to, uh, for lack of a better word, we brought the Central Pinellas Chamber of Commerce in there for the ribbon cutting, yes. and and you showed your whole. It's like an operating room with a bunch of recessa dummies, kind of. Those, those, those real live animatronic people that they... I mean, that was incredible. The, the woman who gives birth, that was a really freaky yes. looking thing. That was just Don't call them
1: dummies to their face. They get offended.
0: Yeah, I bet. They, I didn't mean to call them... <laughs> sorry. Sorry. They're androids. You know, they're you're just like data on Star Trek. Okay.
1: Yes, we uh, have we have invested heavily in, in technology um, because, again, simulation gives them a real world experience, so it does help in the learning process, so we have invested heavily in that aspect. As a matter of fact, for a school our size, you won't find any other school who's invested as heavily in technology as our school has.
0: Now, you've got obviously there's colleges all over the, all over the place that provide RN, CNA, um, LPN programs. But here's what I know, both my kids being in college and both of them having friends uh, in the nursing programs, they waited years to get in their programs. So, they don't there's no waiting is there a big long waiting list to get into community or international Sorry, Christian International College of Healthcare Professionals. No, sir, there is not. There is not a waiting list. And that was the other
1: driving force behind it. Most of the school, if not all of the nursing schools, have a waiting list. Six months, a year, a year and a half, two years, just to get in the door. And these people that are waiting on these waiting lists often have a 4.0 GPA, and they're on a waiting list. And then these colleges can just cherry pick who they want off of this waiting list. So just having a 4.0 does not guarantee you you're going to get into nursing school. Now, let's face it, having a 4.0 doesn't guarantee the fact that you're going to be a good nurse. No, of course not. It doesn't. So you can't say that a 4.0 means you're going to be a better nurse than a 3.5. So the waiting list in itself did not make sense to him. So he said, why are the people waiting for on a a waiting list when that doesn't, not the determining factor on whether or not you're going to be a good nurse. Right. So that was one of the other reasons, was to alleviate the waiting list
0: problem. All right, so you got this school. When I went, you had uh, students from really all over the place. I mean, not just all over the place, United States, but all over the place, Caribbean nations, South American nations. I mean, how are you drawing people from all the way away from there to here, to Largo, Florida?
1: Well, in all fairness, um, we're not technically drawing them from those countries to here. They are actually living here. They okay. just happen to be from those places. Okay. Um, but we do have a... Um, for whatever the reason is, and I don't know the answer for that, really, um, we do have international students. They're living in Florida. They're local residents, but they just happen to be from other places. Um, it's, the Christian, it's the Christianity aspect that's drawing them. It's not anything else. It's they're looking for a Christian school is why they're coming to us. We're unique. We're different. We're the only Christian nursing school in the area, and we are the only Christian nursing school only. There are other Christian colleges that offer nursing but we're the only Christian nursing college in the state.
0: Wow, and that that's unbelievable. And so that's, again, another reason why I want to have Joe on the show today is not only for you to be inspired by this, the founder of the Christian International College to see how he put his profits to work in fulfilling a desperate need for people, uh, like providing a nursing college where people have to wait. I know at St. Pete College here in Pinellas County, people wait two years to get in the nursing that's program. Correct. That's correct. And, uh, and so we're... We're fulfilling that need, but also really equipping people uh, from a Christ-like standpoint on how to take their Christianity into the workplace of being a nurse.
1: Yes. Now, I, one of the things we, will, we do do also is on every Wednesday, we have a chapel. We have an hour-long chapel every Wednesday. It's a mandatory chapel, so all the students have to go to chapel on Wednesdays. One of the things we do, we have a regular chapel, chaplain that comes every Wednesday to do chapel, but we do have guest speakers that come in. And what we like to do is bring in a lot of mission, people who work in the missions field, come into the chapel, and the students get excited about different types of missions, and they're allowed to sign up for different types of missions. Then they go back to their local church, and they'll do fundraising through their churches to raise money to go on these certain different missions. And just recently, we had a uh, Mr. Rick Enterline from Grace Medical and Dental Missions, and he did a presentation on a mission trip to Micronesia. Micronesia. Now, I had to pull out my atlas to look up where (laughs) Micronesia was.
0: I'm assuming it's somewhere near one of the other Nisias over there. Yeah, it's in between macro and mini-Nisia, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) But
1: that's halfway across the world, and the students were excited about trying to go to Micronesia. So... The opportunities are out there for them to take what they're learning and go out into the mission field and do the Lord's work.
0: So those short-term mission trips or those long-term mission
1: placements? Those are at least two weeks. Okay. Um, and that's not something that the school actually does. They raise the funds on their own to do. But again, it just plants the seeds. If you plant the seeds, the, the, the Lord will fertilize them and water them. You just got to plant the seeds.
0: So as part of your curriculum, as part of it, you, know, you said you had a, a CNA program, an LPN. I think you said you had an LPN program, too. Okay, I don't know all we these. Do,
1: we do have a PN program, but again, we're moving more into the, RN the RN and okay. And
0: so as part of that program, do you, what kind of, I mean, how are you incorporating Christ-like principles into that program?
1: Well, there's several ways we're doing it. The most prevalent way we're doing it is is probably the most important. One of the things that we do or don't do, depending on how you want to look at it, is that we have a classroom portion of our learning, which is called the didactic portion, where it's all classroom instruction. Then you have a outside or external portion, which is the clinical rotation, where the students actually go to the hospital and perform the hands-on part of the learning process. Well, in many schools, some of that is done in facilities that actually perform abortions. Well, of course, we're not going to do that the students can be rest assured when they come to Christian International College that they won't be doing any clinical rotations in any facilities that perform abortions. Mm -hmm. So that can just ease your mind right away as a Christian that you don't have to cross that, that hurdle as being a Christian. You don't have to worry about that. And that's a fight. It's a struggle a lot of students have when they go to other schools. How do I pass my curriculum and do something that I just don't want to do? They don't have to worry about that with so us. So you're
0: saying that a lot of the local universities that are doing the nursing programs, they actually make people work at, like, Planned Parenthood or these other clinics that perform abortions?
1: I, I'm not I'm not at liberty to say what they do in their facilities, but I will tell you that if they have to do a clinical rotation in a facility that may do that, they won't have a choice but to do what the facility makes them do. So I don't know which school does what facilities what performances at what facilities, I just know we don't. Hmm. So I I, will, I would not say who does what where, but we don't.
0: No, I understand. I'm not asking you to throw people under the bus. I just, I would never even <laughs> thought about that. And most people don't. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, uh, and most
1: students don't until they put in that position.
0: So what year was the school founded?
1: Well, now we're at our second location now, but actually our licensing to, to um, be a school was in
0: 2009. Okay. All right, so it's already almost five years in. Yes. And now you got the college designation... And so you're ready to 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 really roll into the the, the RN program, which will be you said a two year associates program associate, or four year associates
1: program? degree two year program. Okay,
0: all right, cool. Joe, I think probably the biggest thing that I've really gotten out of this is that you know there are nursing colleges all over Tampa Bay, of course, but you, they all have waiting lists. They have. I mean, I know just I I live here in Pinellas County. I know my one of my kids' friends I, I tried to get in the nursing school at St. Pete College it was a two. Year wait. And so they ended up going to another school and uh, over in uh, Polk County somewhere, which that's too bad. Uh, But anyway, but they didn't know about the Christian International College of Healthcare Professionals. That's not part of the real name, but I say that because that's what they do. They are are taking to college these kids that want to be healthcare professionals. So you have no waiting list. Zero waiting list. Man, that's just fantastic. Now, your your lo- your main location, Your is it your only location's in Largo, or do you have another location somewhere else?
1: No. Well, initially, we started on 131st Street in Seminole, just south of Park Boulevard. Okay. And we quickly outgrew that facility, and we purchased this facility, current facility, across from Largo Central Park on 300 East Bay.
0: Yeah, and it is a monster, monster one. It was uh, it used to be. Was that the one that was Schiller International? It was. It was. It's about thirty-seven thousand square feet. <laughs> yeah, it's a monster. If you ever need to uh, see a big building that's got lots of vision, I mean, the, your founder had such a vision for growing the school. I mean, you've got a place where you've got a, a meeting room that can hold several hundred people.
1: That's correct. And we do hold events there, and it's for the community, so it's it's available. Um, just contact me if you need to use it. Yeah, or,
0: it's a fantastic, fantastic building, absolutely fantastic. All right, over the break we were talking and I was just asking Joe a lot of questions. One of the things I really want to make sure people understand is why this program is so different. They're not, the students going to this program, both male and female going to this program, right? Yes, absolutely. this is not just an RN program. They Really, you're trying to equip them to bring their faith in Christ into the workplace. Yes. So exactly. tell, tell me how you're doing that. Well, one of the things that we're most excited about
1: is we have a joint venture with Clearwater Christian College. And anybody who lives in the area, and even if you're outside of the area, you're familiar with Clearwater Christian College. Now, Clearwater Christian College and Christian International College just began a joint venture It's about, I would say, six to nine months old now. And what we're doing is Clearwater Christian College now has a Global Nursing Ministries bachelor's degree program. Now, what that is, is it's a joint venture with our school where the students would sign up and have, get all their Bible courses and Bible teaching from Clearwater Christian College. They would come to Christian International College and get the nursing portion of their curriculum. They will graduate with dual degrees a bachelor's degree in global nursing ministry, and a associate's degree in registered nursing. So in the same amount of time as they would normally graduate, they graduate with two degrees, a bachelor's degree in global nursing ministries, and an associate's degree in registered nursing. We provide the associate's degree portion of the program. So what that prepares them to do is immediately upon graduation go into the, into the mission field as a minister, as in ministry with the nursing portion of their degree, um, we think it's a phenomenal opportunity for those who are interested in ministry.
0: Now tell me, in, in the um, as part of the curriculum, I mean, you, you were talking about uh just a little bit on the last section of the show that um, you bring in lots of missionary organizations, uh, medical missionary organizations that talk to your students during chapel and give them opportunities to go on short-term missions trips up to a couple of weeks to be able to really put their faith into practice and their skills into practice on the foreign mission field. Do you have your students involved locally, doing ministry locally as part of your program?
1: We would like to. However, the problem with that is Not that it's a problem, but the challenge with that is that the nursing program itself is so robust. I mean, it is 8 to 4, Monday through Friday, and then the homework is 3 to 4 hours a night, Monday through Friday, of homework. So there's not really a lot of time outside of that for anything else other than school.
0: So they have no time for life.
1: Really, life ceases when, pretty much when they come to school. And then they have church, their normal church activities on Sunday. So it really is hard for them to do anything while they're in the program. Okay. But many of the students get plugged in to different of these different ministries while they're in our school. And upon graduation, they get plugged in and they're able to do that once they graduate. Um, it's just really hard to do it while they're in school and while they're in the curriculum.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. I understand that. I've, again, met people who have gone through the nursing programs and, and they just talk about right from the beginning when they take the anatomy classes and it goes downhill from there. It's and they, spirals. It, yeah, it spirals <laughs> downhill. And I'm thinking, uh, you know, but the good news is they can put all that investment in and these students come out and they get what kind of jobs are they getting?
1: Well, if you're talking about a PN program, the average – well, I'll say the median salary for a PN graduate, once they pass the NCLEX examination, you're talking about $40,000, give or take, starting salary. And for the RN, you're talking about fifty dollars to $55,000 for an RN. And again, that's just average salary. It goes up from there depending on where – if you're working in a doctor's office or you're working in an ER, it can vary. But you're talking about starting salary of fifty to fifty-five thousand dollars for an RN, and that's nothing to sneeze at.
0: Yeah, no, that's fantastic. That that is a fantastic opportunity for people. How many students do you have enrolled right now? Again, that fluctuates. One well, the, just give we, me, an average we, then. We,
1: we go between twenty-five to fifty-five students. We just had a class graduate, so right now we have about thirty students on campus. We have a class that starts in January, and that'll bring us back over fifty again. And then we have a class right behind that in April. So one of the things that we emphasize is that we have no desire to be the largest nursing school around. As a matter of fact, that's contrary to what we want to be. At no time do we care to be the largest nursing school. We do, however, want to be the best Christian nursing school around. Okay. That is what we want to be. So if the students that leave our school are the best Christian nursing, sc- nursing students, then we've done our job. If they can leave here and glorify God once they leave our doors and go out into the mission field or into the nursing field as good, Christian, compassionate nurses, then we've done our job. Whether or not we're the number one largest nursing school in Pinellas County or the state of Florida is irrelevant.
0: So you've been doing this for a number of years. 2009, you said it was founded. Do you find uh, hospitals and medical offices starting to look for your students? Have you gotten to that that kind of reputation yet, where they're saying, hey, Joe, next time you got some graduating, send them to me. Absolutely. Every one of our students
1: that has left graduated has found a job. Every one of our students that has graduated our program. Because remember, before you can go to work, you have to pass the NCLEX examination. Every single one of our students. I don't know that. I don't even know how to spell that, but go ahead. Well, it's, N-C-L-E-X. it's okay. The N-C-L-E-X. Okay. Every single one of our students has passed that examination. Every single one. Not one of them has failed it to this point. Now, of course, there will come a day when one won't pass on the first try and will go back and do it. But not a lot of schools can say that. That is a remarkable achievement. And that's a testament to our staff and our faculty. We have some of the most phenomenal staff and faculty working at our school. For me being the college administrator, I won't say it's easy, but it's so much easier because of the people that we have working at our facility. We have remarkable, remarkable staff and faculty.
0: Well, which was easier, as far as for you for a career, and, and, you, and you came to Christ back. You said in oh yeah, six, okay, okay. So, which was easier, uh, incorporating your faith in Christ in the Christian International College, or back being this, you know, the guy head of security in the workplace?
1: <laughs> which was easier? Yeah, <laughs> there's no, there's no contest there. Um,
0: <laughs> well, I didn't ask about because you, you weren't a Christian when you were a, a
1: police officer. No, okay, no, um, I wasn't. Um, you know, you know, I I, I can't say that's no contest because. When you don't know something, you, you have no standards to live up to. So I guess it was easy when I was a police officer because I really had no standards to live up to. I could do whatever I want, and I had no conviction. And if I did bad, it didn't matter because I had nobody to answer to. Um, now that if I do something wrong and I, and I sin, I immediately fall into conviction. So I guess it is harder now because I have higher standards, and I have people to answer to, and I have people looking at me. And I, I have to walk and talk and act a certain way. So I guess I take that statement back. It is harder now.
0: All right. We've got about a minute before we go to go break, but I want you just to restate again. The founder of Christian International College is a business guy. Yes. And he had a passion for reinvesting his profits to make an impact on other people's lives. Absolutely. Ta- ta- just talk about that real short. Absolutely. Um, you
1: know, <laughs> you-, you talk about humility and you talk about being humble and, and not wanting to be in the front of, of, of things that you do and not want to take credit and saying, look at me, look at what I do. And that personifies this gentleman. Um, it's always a god thing um he has been blessed financially to do these things god has blessed him and smiled upon him and blessed him with these things and he has passed those blessings on and he's paid it forward so to even talk about him and for for him to hear me talking about him would make him uncomfortable but i will say this that everything that he does for the school he does to glorify god it is never about him and he never wants it to be about him So I have to deflect away from him, but I will tell you that he does everything to glorify God, and the school is just a testament to
0: what God has blessed him with. All right. I'd highlight for me some success stories. Some students that went through your program and are out there today doing it. Okay. Well,
1: um, once the students leave, I don't have a lot of contact with them, but there are a couple that I have heard stories about. and. I can, I can share with you, I don't have exact names, but I can tell you. We do have a RN student who graduated about six months ago, and shortly after graduation, well, let me go back. One of the things I tell the students, and the faculty tell the students as well, is that when they go out and do their clinical rotations, they're auditioning. They're performing these <laughs> clinical that. rotations. You're auditioning because you don't know who's watching you when you're doing these clinical rotations, and this may be the place you come back to work once you graduate and get licensed. So they take that to heart. And these clinical facilities often will come to us and say, hey, we, we love your students. Your students are just different. There's something about them, and they know what it is, they just won't admit it. But <laughs> <laughs> they, there's something different about your students. Well, it happened to one of these students. One of the places where she was doing a clinical rotation, she went back, applied, she got hired. Well, it was about four months after she got hired, we got news that she was actually promoted and she was the head nurse running the floor. Now it, she would been working there for four months and now she was supervising nurses that had been there for a year, two years, three years, and she was the floor supervisor. A testament to what she learned at our school, again a testament to our faculty and what she learned at our facility. We have another student who was a single mother of three who came went through our program and just I mean, just barely making it, just barely paying rent, barely Putting food on the table, barely paying tuition, just barely getting through the program. Wanted to quit several times, just wanted to get through. She was actually put through the program uh, again um, for the founder on a hundred percent scholarship. Was put through the program, um, graduated, and now out there doing things in our program, working again. So another success story, a testament to again to our our owner. And then the last one I want to tell you about is. We have a student right now who, it's a success story because she graduates next month. She hasn't really finished yet, but she's gonna graduate next month. And she, I won't say homeless, but on the verge of being homeless. And just barely, barely making it every month and doing everything she can just to get by. And a lesser person would have quit several times over, but she comes to me and she prays and we pray together. And she says, I'm not going to quit. I'm, not, I'm just not going to quit because God would not have brought me this far to let me quit now. Mm-hmm. She's got one month to go. And she's hanging on with every tooth and nail and fiber in her being. She's hanging on. And she's going to make it. I have no doubt she's going to make it. But you talk about going through a robust program that has broken many people. And here she is with every odd ah, everything
0: against her. But but the grace of God, she's going to make it. So if there's business, if there's medical professionals out there looking for quality RNs, they need to get a hold of you. Oh, absolutely. How do they get a hold of you?
1: Absolutely. I can give them websites. I give you address. Our website is www.cicollege.org. That's our website with all contact information on there. And our direct phone number is 727-498-8200.
0: Say that again, then. So, cicollege.org. cicollege.org. Okay. And then 727-498-8200. 8200. 498-8200. Okay. And so, if you want to get on the long list of uh, lines uh, for people to uh, uh, to get a hold of these quality people, they need to contact you now. Yeah, they need to contact us right now. That's right. Our wow. next class starts, our RN class starts in January,
1: and shortly thereafter, we have another class, our class, starting in April.
0: Okay. All right. So... I was going to ask you another question. and I just totally lost it. I don't know. There was one. I don't ever do that on the air. But today I lost that question. That's you okay. just you stunned me so much. Oh, I know it's okay. be the, the classroom size. How many people? Are, how many kids are in these classes? I mean, it, it, you got twenty five people in a graduating class, but are there classrooms. How many people are in there? That varies.
1: Um, right now we have. Right now the classroom size ranges about. 12 12 to 15 in the classroom, but that could vary. Um, Depends on, we try to keep the cost down, so we may put more in the classroom, just if it's more efficient, we might do that. But at no time does it get to where you know you can't see the teacher or an instructor. It be, it's, it's nothing
0: like <laughs> and that. And your instructors are all understandable from the front of the room. Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. So here's a question for you, audience. Does your Christian-run business look and feel any different than your non-Christian competitor? Do you have any idea on how to start the change so that it does look different? Because if you've been impacted by Jesus Christ, your imp- your business should be impacted well. If these questions challenge you, you need to check out Business His Way. It's a biblical mentoring process designed... For you to learn how to follow the Lord in your workplace. Brought to you by C12 Tampa Bay and I work for him. For more information, contact me, Jim at IWorkForim dot com. That's Jim at IWorkForhim dot com. Next week on the I Work For Him show, we'll be talking with John and Amy McCafferty about how they make the Bible available to every one of their customers that comes through the door and just a testimony how those Bibles are making an impact. Listen, my advertisers on the show are people I trust. They're people you can trust. Please do business with them. Look for links to those advertisers on the comp on the for their company websites on the iWorkForHim.com website and also on WTIS1110.com website. On the iWorkForHim website, you'll also find all kinds of great resources, including the show schedule, the guest schedule, and all kinds of recommended resources on how to incorporate Christ into your workplace. And finally, if you'd like to get your message of your business in front of this huge listening audience, you need to advertise on the iWorkForHim show, contact me, Jim at iWorkForHim.com. That's Jim at iWorkForHim.com. Joel, Murray, College Administrator with the Christian International College. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Alright, please take time to like us on Facebook. Just search for I Work For Him. Thanks to Mike Miracle. He's done a fantastic job today. And if you found today's show inspiring or challenging, could you let me know? Send me an email. Jim at IWorkForHim.com You've been listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. I own my own business. I don't know about you, Tampa Bay, and around the world, but I work for him.